0: time to get geeky get awesome oh my graphics went away I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron <laughs> Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania I'll fix those in a moment but we're we had to we had to reboot something real quick and everything went away so but that's okay that's okay. Hey, look! There's a show number. This is episode six hundred and eighteen of the Awesome Cast. Please hashtag it #ac six one eight. If you're hitting us up on the social media, I want to talk about anything happening on the show. But while I'm fixing this bit, let's go to uh, <laughs> let's let's go to Studio Studio C in the Big D of Dormont, Pennsylvania, with John Chachilla back on the show. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think I was what two weeks two weeks out. Now I'm yeah, back you for did. You had like a two weeks. you had a surprise week, didn't you? That you yeah. had to roll out there. Excuse me while the numbers floating over your face here. Uh, we'll we'll take care it. of that a moment ago. Yes, I had a I had a I had to reset the switcher and. Do you want me to do more with that? You want me to follow your finger here? Go do that again. Put your finger up. <laughs> I, I, I wanted oh, it to uh, like, like that. There in you go. Then, there you go. In the Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you threw it out. No, that's not how that works. See, this is what uh, this is what hololens is going to look like in uh, how many years. Uh, <laughs> so, and our next guest. It has been. I can't. I don't even know when he was on last. I think we were still in the basements before we we had Sorkin Media Studios here on Broadway, but uh, straight from Philadelphia. But they celebrating. Over there, aren't they? I think something important happened in the sports ball. Uh, <laughs>
1: bro, well, well, they're both celebrating and they're crying. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so we were supposed to win the World Series and we made it to, I think it was a game five or six. And oh, I didn't know.
0: I didn't know it switched up. Wal well, Ribeiro was no, with us, back with us. Musicians extraordinaire.
1: And they put up a great fight.
0: (laughs) Then I'm sorry for your loss. That's okay. We're not doing too good with the sports ball here in this town either. So (laughs) right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, and I want to try and grab the number and throw it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) Give me a second. Give me a
0: second. Wait, wait. Try it again. Try it again. Ready? And (laughs) now that we... God, people are going to go. want to do this oh, every week now. People are going to want to do this every week now. You're, you're not letting them catch it. Do me, do me a favor. Don't <laughs> let, tell the wrestling show people that we do this because that it's just going to be it's going to be bad when I have like the wrestlers wanting to do wild stuff with the graphics. We're going we're
1: this would be like our little secret. I'll just yes, give it
0: yes. Um, I, I, I'm excited to talk about your new project. Last time, I think you were on. You were doing orchestral covers of like video games and theme songs and stuff. I still have several on my phone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what I was doing is the actual tagline was "guilty," was "guilty pop pleasures arranged for orchestra." Yes, so yes. I took a lot of these big tunes, theme songs, pop songs, whatever, uh, and I arranged it for a full like 80 piece orchestra and then I, you know, brought them to life and sold them in sheet music and traveled and talked about it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, was awesome. Cool. So then in 2015, uh, I, I started trying to do something new of trying to grow my orchestra organically from the ground up using real musicians. So, That's
0: awesome. Well, I want to talk about that and how you're using yeah. Patreon and you've, I mean, you've always done some cool things. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, the, like fr- from the beginning, you know, you were always doing cool stuff with music on the internet. But we'll talk more about that here later in the show. In the meantime, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. Uh, you can hit us at awesomecast@sorcertronmedia.com if you got anything you want to talk to us about the show, any any comments about things we have talked about on the show. Also hit us at awesomecast on the Twitter. Um, hit us on the Facebook uh, page and group. Uh, we also have a Discord and Reddit if you want to have some conversation over there. But a lot of the stories do end up in the Facebook group throughout the week than we do use to build uh, our document for the for the week uh, which we we'll, won't we'll get into even half of these I think we have on this um, and also please subscribe and rate us on it, on your favorite podcast player and follow us on all of the social medias awesome. has is in a lot of places and thanks to Dave Potter we're getting a lot of uh, clips of the videos out to get to more people and help grow the awesome audience and of course we're live every Tuesday at 7pm Eastern on the Awesome Cast Facebook page as well as our YouTube page if I will turn it on and uh, <laughs> over on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page Uh, and you can join us in the chat room for all that stuff. We usually have a few people with us over on those platforms and I'll pull that chat up too. I'm so distracted today, apparently. Uh, <laughs> that graphic play was part of it. Uh, but anyways, and also thanks to our friends at PostIndustrial.com that have been helping share the show. I had a great conversation with Kim over there uh, the other day. Very excited about the, some stuff they're working on. And uh, of course, uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Our friends at the uh, executive producer level, Brian Crawford of pghmuseums.org. At the coffee club level, our friends Matt Weller, John John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, and Mac Taggart, I'm sorry, Scott, Scott McTaggart, Wow, and Mike Pound. I'm going to drink some more coffee here. And at the fan f- show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Potter. You guys can support the show too. Get some extra stuff whenever the recording works. Uh, we tried doing some Patreon before the show, and then realized the audio wasn't working so, because we just booted everything up. Um, but when that works, we'll get it to you over at Patreon.com/awesomecast and uh so let's get into our awesome things of the week uh oh oh man i okay let me let i'm just gonna go down the line here on the on the page first of all i was excited about this i did guys i did boot up flight simulator on my xbox for the first time ever because every time i went to play it i had to download more stuff for it to work (laughs) so finally i got into it um and i was excited and then i downloaded the top gun thing because and haven't gotten back to it. Um, I, I took off from the Pittsburgh airport, flew down to Pittsburgh, and then crashed in a tree here in Beachview. Uh, so that was my experience on Flight Simulator. Um, You'd think, for all the projects I do for Aero, I would do a little better at that. But I was excited for the 40 year anniversary. I recall Flight Simulator. I remember my uncle uh, uh, who, who, who flies um, gliders. Like you get basically you get towed up in this plane-looking thing without an engine, and and he glides right. He's taking my grandfather up in it and everything. So he has he had like one of the original flight simulators and brought it for like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. And of course, there's a lot of crashing into you know eight-bit-looking trees back in the day. So I was really excited to see that as part of the 40-year uh, anniversary of flight simulator, they were including. Let me make sure this is on the right thing. Um you can actually play the original flight simulator in flight simulator on the dash of a specific plane the ASX the ASXGS will load the original old school microsoft flight simulator from the <laughs> early 80s on the plane in the game some meta stuff right there how,
2: how long before they get doom in that
0: I mean <laughs> <laughs> I bet on the PC version you can do it already, right? I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure. You know, you know, like somebody's like, okay, all right, how are we? Somebody's working on it right now. They got hold my beer. Hold my beer. Let me put Doom on that plane. You know, and then is Doom on the actual plane? Can you make it run on there? <laughs> you know, but again, who has access to a Diamond DA sixty two? I don't know what the number I was reading on the screenshot was before. Um,
1: But yeah, I'm I'm waiting for a super for a super meta version where you jump on the plane uh, and then inside that plane console, you can play another game of the flight simulator inside of that console and then you can <laughs> go inside that plane and go inside the console and just it's just like endless meta loop where it's How just, many you deep? Know, like five it's- planes in.
0: It's the shirt that is like the person wearing the shirt, wearing the shirt, wearing the shirt, wearing the shirt, wearing the shirt <laughs> yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Flight Simulator Inception. <laughs> yeah, Flight, <laughs> flight Simulation. Let's make it up words now. Um, that's awesome. Chilla, speaking of Microsoft, I see it's that time of year again. Yes, they have launched
2: their ugly sweater for the year. I'm I didn't even look because I'm sure it's already sold out. Usually these things are sold out in like minutes. Um we've seen them do Minesweeper. We've seen them do Windows XP. This year's ugly Microsoft sweater
0: is clippy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> look at it it says happy holidays and there's an okay button underneath it. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. That's amazing
2: and I think if I remember correctly, they, they did so well last year that they ended up opening back orders, but like you weren't gonna get them till like February. So mm. at that point in time, like
0: is it really worth it? You're set for the next the next year. And the back is look there's a there's a hold on, on the on the back of it there's a roller on the back and <laughs> just was it just stacks of paper or something? Was that oh, was that like the old graphic on the old school uh, Word was like kind of flipping paper as you were loading and saving? Am, am I remembering that appropriately?
2: I'm not sure. I remember the the ruler used to be like above, like it let you set your tab indents and stuff.
1: How how do I get the job of being the Microsoft designer <laughs> for the for the ugly sweater? That's the job that I want. <laughs>
0: That's a very good question. Probably a side thing here, um, and uh, this and, year, and medium, medium, and large are already sold out. Of course, they are. Oh, okay, I might be able to swing that then. Um, and it also says it will donate. Um, it, it's usually uh, they, they, they okay. So usually they do. They kind of do some stuff for charity, but for th- this year, they say they're also going to donate one hundred thousand dollars to the College Success Foundation as part of the promotion for this. Jeez. Um, not a sweater with a printed pattern. Oh, so this they really upgraded these things. And there's and it's only, only is it only one this year? Because usually we would get a couple. Usually
2: they do have a couple, and
0: this year it looks like It's all clippy. They're only, they're all only clippy. doing one. Why isn't there a flight simulator one? <laughs> to get out. That's next year. It's next year, but it's the 40 year anniversary this year. They must have figured it out too late. Um but <laughs>
2: And they run seventy, yeah, they're seventy five dollars or seventy four ninety nine. Let's just call it seventy five. That's a
0: specialized heavy sweater. I don't think that's, I don't think that's out of the question as long as it comes before February.
2: (laughs) Right now, right now, estimated arrival dates are November twenty first through November twenty (gasps) fifth.
0: Oh, tempted, so tempted, so very. I did,
2: I did get the Spider Man. Box Lunch did a special last year. They had a Spider-Man Funko Pop mm-hmm. Christmas sweater. Um, I picked that up, so I'll be wearing that again this year. Nice. Maybe maybe I need to get a couple oddball, geeky sweaters so I can rotate them. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna keep wearing the Spider-Man one.
0: Well, I mean that's that's not bad. All right, Well, You what is your awesome thing of the week?
1: So mine is that Apple bought a company called Prime Phonic. This is like yeah, maybe like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And they're now getting ready to launch their own classical music category kind of side business. Uh, one, one of the complaints is like, I mean, without going too far into the whole like rabbit hole, but one of the complaints is that if you want to search for a specific recording of, let's say, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, you there are thousands of that one song recording. And so it's been a constant struggle of trying to kind of categorize, I guess, like the classical recording world. So Apple's trying to not trying, but but they're but they're launching this classical music kind of company side business um, after the, their acquisition of of Phonics. So hopefully they come up with 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 some solutions for this common problem in the orchestra world. Um, but, but yeah, there's that that's that's a a whole another conversation because. Classical is actually the time period, and not so much the ensemble. Like you have like Baroque and Renaissance and classical, and so uh, calling classical music classical is actually incorrect because you know uh, it, it's kind of a catch-all phrase. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they they come up with some solutions for that. So I think that's pretty awesome, and so that's my awesome thing of the week.
0: And uh, so is this is this um, this classical session as I'm seeing now in Apple Music on here is is, is yes, that with correct. the new the new situation then
1: yeah, mm. uh I th- think so now i I also know that Amazon has their own uh, classical music recording too mm-hmm. and I'm not sure how this is different than what amazon's solution is i so i look more into this.
0: I listen to a lot of it because um one thing I do whenever I leave the house, I always feel bad about be- leaving my dog by himself with like nothing, you know, so I ask the the uh, echo to play uh music for my dog and it's always classical music for pets. Apparently they have a special channel on there. So okay. so that, that is our classical music exposure. Well, I, have a, oh, I have a very, I have a very cultured Chihuahua. Okay.
1: Hopefully <laughs> there are no dog whistles in the world. Exactly. exactly. Um,
0: I am seeing here. So uh, uh, listed on this um, of note is I see the Beethoven for three symphony six um, uh, listed here and uh there's a spatial audio with uh sp- spatial sorry spatial audio with uh Dolby Atmos listed here not that i have any device that can do that uh but um no that seems pretty cool so so yeah. th- so what are the advantages here like so is it just because of like the collection or like are they are they re-recording the music for for better quality or you know like the, the like the, the Dolby Atmos kind of
1: situation okay you i no, I'm not entirely sure i've to look into this too myself so i'm guilty of it mm-hmm. but i think it's it's what you're saying uh in the latter point is the idea that i'm not sure but i think that that they're re-recording re-re- at least that's what from my understanding that's what amazon did mm-hmm. is because it's all public do- public domain right so why not just kind of own that category outright and just have like your own like amazon classical studios so I'm not sure if it's that solution or if it's something more different. Um, I know that Apple usually thinks of things a little bit differently. So we'll, you know, we'll see.
0: <laughs> and uh, this, and even the article I I brought up is from um, um, back in September, and they were they were finding they were finding clues of this along with like somebody was looking at the 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 code apparently in Apple Music about the categories and everything like that. So so when they were building into it, so interesting. I, Are they going to
2: have all the different are they going to have like all the different versions or there's going to be just like one remastered recording?
1: Well, that's the problem is that when you search one version, there's literally 700 Hundreds. versions of that one mm-hmm. song.
3: Mm-hmm. It would
1: be like you search like Lady Gaga poker face and it's just, just, I mean, just, just imagine she, like a thousand, not cover songs. You just imagine like a, like a thousand just ver- like, you know, just recordings of it. It, this, it, it, it just sounds, this is a,
0: there's a problem I hear about with with general like classic like rock music as well, um, like you know somebody who's like a Led Zeppelin fan. I think there's like multiple recordings of a lot of the lot of the classic tracks over the years on remasters and things like that. And and if you say you know hey you know hey you know slow mo hey whatever. Uh, whether it be Apple or um, or YouTube or I guess Google, whatever uh, or Amazon, you you don't know which version you're getting. I have a similar problem when I get the edited versions of some music that I like to listen to uh, out of nowhere, and I don't know how to get the other version. Right. So, it, so this sounds like I I think this is a problem across, and I guess especially obviously especially problematic for the classical music genre.
1: Well, part of the problem is that there's not one truth, right? Like that right, one truth right. being. Because if Beethoven were like were uh were alive, or if Bach or Mozart were alive, they would be able to release their own version. That is the one proprietary truth. They're not alive, so there are now thousands of truths where no one really kind of owns the master copy. Yeah, yeah,
3: um,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how to solve it. um My big thing is is you know you always want to not forget the past, but let's just get new music. I think that's how you, how you solve this, this, this whole, this whole thing is don't worry so much about Beethoven's fifth, fifth symphony. Let's get some new music, new ideas and new audiences mm-hmm. into this kind of genre. Um, and I'm not even sure if you would call it a classical genre. I think you should probably just call it orchestra mm-hmm. genre.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Cause classical is more about the time piece um, being, you know, Mozart or something, but uh yeah, I don't know. Just because something is for an orchestra doesn't mean it's classical. But absolutely. you know, if if you want to search a movie soundtrack or something, people say, "Oh, that's classical." It's like, well, no, it's not. It's actually, you know, it was written six months ago. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't written during the classical time during the classical time period. It was.
0: It was played. It was six months ago, and it was played during a uh, Tom Cruise movie. So uh, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: no, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, some of those soundtracks, uh, you know, you, you know, to me, you know. I think of like I love like Danny Elfman stuff. I like, you know, you love love uh uh, uh John Williams stuff, right? Cuz that's all the that stuff you kind of you think about over the years what, what I clicked there, There we go. Um so like like who who doesn't want to just listen to the Star Wars theme? Like that falls in that too, right? So excellent. Well, good to see they're 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 making some efforts there. Uh so And I have no transition. (laughs) Um, Cool. Hey, well, hey, I want to talk more about music with you. But in the meantime, uh, let's give a shout out to our friends down at Slice on Broadway. Uh, well, that's the only reason why we got to get you in the studio. So you can check out some of, some of the good eats around here. New York city style. Yins right up the street here. Now five locations. We have to update the graphic, uh, here in the greater Pittsburgh area. Thank you to those guys for supporting the show. Feeding when we have guests here with one last thing to worry about. If you're doing a seven o'clock show with us or, I guess now the 10 o'clock show with our, uh, Midnight Snack with the uh, Mayhem show later later tonight. So, um, But no, go check out our friends, sliceonbroadway.com. Thanks to them for supporting the awesome
1: cast. Well, you... I, but, yeah, go ahead. Look, I have so many questions. Is Yinzer like a Pittsburgh thing? Because there's like Yinzer parties, and this is called Yinzer. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. It's thing, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of our regional... Uh, I mean, you, you you got to use guys' stuff out there, right? And cheesecakes. We got Permani sandwiches and Yinz is our thing
1: <laughs> okay all right i'm I'm learning more this is good yin's uh, so is like the pittsburgh equivalent
2: of, of, of like y'all
1: okay okay mm-hmm. so like
2: yin's yin's want to go to the mall or yin's want to want to go to the movies
1: mm-hmm. okay i'm understanding it now okay <laughs> that, that actually i had no idea in all the years i went to pittsburgh i've never made that connection no one's ever explained it to me like that. So okay, it's good. But then, but then,
2: because we have, we say like we have a bunch of other slang, mm-hmm. like baloney's jumbo.
0: See, I don't even know um, all that stuff. What's that? I don't even know. Like, I didn't know baloney's jumbo. Yeah, I know. Like my mom does the like I, I my mom and her side of the family. The jumbo it, it was always a big big you I hear Mount Washington. You, did you wash your clothes? You know, like that kind of stuff. Um. So like that's
1: that's my exposure, but they're from
0: like do, a band.
1: Do you ever say like do you yinzers want to go out like is it ever like you <laughs> no, yinzers
0: yinzers are nah. the people yinz is the is the is the pronoun. Okay. I think I got that right. <laughs> okay. And uh, yes, um. Yeah, you know we have uh, what what's the other one I was thinking? Jagoff. Jagoff is the other big one. Um, Um, we
2: say gum band a lot instead of rubber band Mm -hmm. coffee um what's it i guess doug a lot of people don't say coffee mug is that right what it's coffee cup
0: that's a big thing is it that's important i
2: I thought so if you've ever seen like one of those yinzer t-shirts um probably commonwealth (laughs) hazard (laughs) t-shirt
0: and this is your awesome thing of the week
2: Oh, here. There's actually Yinsolvania. <laughs> um, like we say in, that, in like we say in that, we say in that a lot. Um, they had that, they, they would always have the, the shirts that had like all the different sayings on it. Downtown, um Pittsburghies.
0: Chipped ham. <laughs> this is this is an interesting discovery. Well, while, we're, while he's doing his research on our on our terminology, we'll quiz you later. Uh, well, what are you look? What are you doing on Patreon right now?
1: So what I'm doing is just so people have some sort of context here mm-hmm. is that I've known Sork since probably 2000. What six or seven? You're oh, you're probably yes. one of the first people that I've met on the internet Mm -hmm. i guess like in real life from the internet yes um so he so he knew me back when i i I wear when i I taught music lessons on youtube and so now i've progressed that to kind of starting my own orchestra which then brings me to my patreon so at at my patreon what i'm trying to do and what i'm going to do right because you got to put it into like you know like that this is going to happen um (laughs) is is i'm growing a 52 piece orchestra i'm going to start with four musicians and I'm, and I'm going to add one musician for every $200 in donations until we get to 52 musicians. And so we're currently at five. We're going to be six very soon. And we're going to go on that journey to 10, 15, 20 until we get to 52. And so there's going to be flutes and oboes and violins and cellos and vibraphones and drums and a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, that's basically what we're doing. So we're starting with a string quartet. That's two violins, a viola, and a cello. And we're going into a full... 52 piece of orchestra.
0: That's awesome. And, and you you have experience with Patreon over the years. I know you've done a few, uh, at least a couple of different projects on there, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually the Patreon forward slash Walt. Like I, I was like <laughs> the, one of the first ones to join uh, the, the platform. So yeah, this is back in like 2000 and I think 12, 13. I was one of the first people to join. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I've tried other Patreons. I tried growing in opera. I tried doing some like animation stuff. Mm -hmm. and um i'm fully focused on this orchestra one so you know this this forward slash walt uh based on what i know from my experience uh of growing uh, something like this Mm -hmm. you know we'll 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 see how it goes i feel i feel pretty good about it but yeah um,
0: and i think the first thing when, when, when 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 i discovered you was you were doing guitar lessons online right like like proto like what was this youtube at the time like like a decade or so ago
1: oh this is yeah this is more than a decade it's probably 15 <laughs> years ago but yeah like 2006 or so mm-hmm. seven uh i was teaching music lessons on the internet and uh i was on ustream tv and i was on youtube ustream. and blog.tv oh you <laughs> had yeah you had stickam you had uh what was it you had 12 seconds you had vine yeah. i mean yeah there were so many different platforms and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tended to like kind of like, dominate like the YouTube space. Mm-hmm. If you search for music lessons, uh, on YouTube, I was probably the first search result. And in many cases I still am, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I started with music lessons on the internet and that's kind of like what taught me how to like do a lot of this like audience development.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I remember that was, that was your biggest session, which is still, cause there's still a podcast Pittsburgh, um, uh, YouTube out there with a lot of the sessions and I believe yours is still on there. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit like, cause you were talking about that and again, and again, sponsorships at the time too. Cause that was like, I felt like you were one of the early ones that was, was pulling that off on these platforms. Yeah,
1: I pulled off a successful uh, just, just, but so the answer is yes, but also people have to put into context how weird it was yes. to do what you and I were doing in 2006. Yes. To have a video of any kind, just, just video. Was odd because mm-hmm. people were still afraid to upload a picture on the Facebook mm-hmm. because it was seen as like being like too you know like an invasion of privacy kind of thing. And so the idea of like a video show every day uh, or a podcast or speaking on a panel at PodCamp or something look at that just feels like a very like odd thing. Um, but yeah, so the look, idea look, of- look, at look at this, look at this young. <laughs> This email address still, I think, works too. So you know, I I, I got to check it. Um, <laughs> like five thousand, you know, backlog of like an inbox that I, I got to check out. Um, but yeah, so that video is called "How to Read Music." Mm-hmm. If you Google "How to Read Music," on the first, or maybe the second or third search result on everything. Um, so, but the idea is like, yeah, like it was just the idea of teaching a musical lesson. Like there's like my dirty room in, in the back and everything. It just, <laughs> it, it was so guerrilla warfare, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was so just, I mean, fire up a camera, get going. You weren't thinking about, 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 lighting or production values or any of that stuff. It was just you with like a zoom camera, not, 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 not a zoom camera. Flip, uh, flip a flip, a flip cam. Flip oh, cam. flip cams! Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, my God. Well, by the
2: way, when what was the There was the the flip. Was it what was the one? That was it. The flip cam that had the USB that sprung out of the side. <laughs> yeah, that, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. And so flip cam, I think, got bought out mm-hmm. for like two hundred million bucks by Cisco, by, by Cisco. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. And then they didn't do anything with it. <laughs> they just kind of like, like, okay, it didn't work out. Oh well. It's like okay. Well, I I would love two hundred million dollars, but um. <laughs> Yeah, but just just the whole idea, like and you like you didn't have phones in your pocket. So for you to stream um a music lesson while you're at a conference because you got flown out to go speak on, on a panel somewhere, you had to carry your own like IEEE card, like basically like like a Wi Fi card that you would have to rent from like Verizon for like for like hundred and twenty bucks a month. And then you you would have like you would plug it in, into your laptop, which was a netbook uh you know, like uh, you know, like at the time, then you had to wear like, like, like a backpack with a battery pack in it just to keep everything kind of going and running. So it was very, um, it was, it, it was a bizarre time. But so that's what I did for seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> but yes, I was one of the first ones to get sponsors.
0: Oh man, that's great. Uh, Like that that's amazing. And And I love seeing the projects come up because it's always like, there's always like something to hook it. Cause I want to see like this build or, like this, you know, we were talking about like how many people can you fit? Like maybe in your living room before it becomes a problem. Right. And <laughs> where are you going to put all these people as they build?
1: Yeah. So I measured it. I think I'm at 17 people where I I would be comfortable, but you got to think about the logistics of something like that. Not even just the noise. I mean just 17 people breathing. So mm-hmm, you have, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. like air conditioning and ventilation and you have, you know, even just the protection of, the cellos that that they're playing with and these expensive violins that they're playing that you can't get them scratched because you want to pack them in like sardines Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of kind of like planning that's going involved here on like should i do it in my living room should i not do it in my living room what are the acoustics what's the parking situation like why not just record at a warehouse or in a basement or rent a storage unit like you were saying There there are a million different ways to do it. The way that I felt the most comfortable is I want to live five feet away from where we are recording, just so I can make this thing work out and not have to drive back and forth and just really kind of like nurture it and have it grow correctly. I want the light to be here. I I need the camera to be here. Um, You know, I maybe a better idea for the seating arrangement. For me, I just wanted to, to try this out right here in my living room and then if that works then we can go to a bigger location but so that's kind of like what decided for me it's maybe not the best situation but for me it felt like uh the best decision in my situation right now
0: do you mind me showing a couple of these pictures from the patreon that in here because i see that there's a little bit of like the light setup in your living room you were working on it looks like yeah. back, back earlier here in November. Uh, so I'm loving this. So like you're actually like, <laughs> dra- looks like you're actually like piping draping your, your living room to, to make it look, uh, you know, you got black drape and these kind of cool, like I want almost call them lightsabers. You got going on there. It looks like you're holding a lightsaber for real though.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, uh, So here, I mean, if you want, uh, I actually just posted it today. Uh, more pictures are on my like Instagram, mm-hmm. which shows even more stuff. It's just forward slash my name. Uh, Walt Ribeiro. This is how early, this is
0: how proto internet social media this guy was. You got your first name. You know, that's like if I had a slash Mike, which probably would still been impossible in
1: 2005. Well, (laughs) you know what? I had the forward slash Walt Twitter handle Mm because I was like like the first one on the whole site. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I gave it away because I said, well, Walt's not my, not my, um, Walt is not my brand. My Mm -hmm. brand is Walt Ribeiro. And then I gave it away, and now I'm I'm very upset about it because it's the biggest network in the whole space. So at okay. least for the
0: next couple of days.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like that that they're going to be okay. They're going to. My theory is that is that they're going to file cha- uh, chapter eleven or maybe seven uh, seven bankruptcy.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going
1: to go through the motions,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then they're going to going to come out fires a blazing. I think uh, that, that, that's just my theory. I'm not I'm not crazy about bankruptcy claims, no. but. Um, you know, oh, I mean, wow. This is yeah, so that's this awesome is
0: here. So I found the pictures here on your uh on your uh Instagram. Yeah. And that is really cool. You have like the coolest like living room ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's big. I mean it looks uh I mean it's cool. So there's a lot that needs to be fixed there. I gotta fix the ceiling. Not fixed, not I'm not fixing anything, but uh this is a time lapse of me um actually building it from scratch. Mm-hmm. So that's everything. That's, that's me great. just conducting you know, showing my so, um, but yeah, like, that's like, like, that's like, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's
0: great. Oh, I love it. Like, even after all these years, you're still very, um, you're still very, uh, uh, uh you know, somebody, co- somebody walked in the old studio when we were in the basement and said, this is a makerspace." you know? I'm just like, I don't know. This is just where we do stuff, you know? <laughs> um, but that's awesome. Like, like, what you, you're talking to, how do I not follow you on here? We're fixing that right now. Um, and uh, I'm catching up with all your social medias. Apparently, uh, so
1: <laughs> listen. I have only been doing Instagram for probably the past like seven or eight months, so I'm still trying uh, to figure
0: that's it out. That's why I missed you. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but uh, no, it, it's it's very guerrilla. I'm loving that. I'm loving the spirit of this thing, and and the build is going to be. I mean, I, I think that's a great story. You know, I, I love the idea of you know, like usually when I see you know, Patreons and Kickstars as an ongoing thing, I've never really dived too much. Into like these kind of project things like this, right? Um, like it's usually like you know something episodic or, or 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 something or a web comic or something like that. Something that's going to come out every month, week, you know, or or build to a thing. Um, you know, this this feels very like more Kickstarter-y, I guess, is one way to think about it. But I guess you, it's it's ongoing. It, like it doesn't have an end to it, right? Until you get the fifty-two people, and then you're just going to make stuff at that point, right? <laughs>
1: right well okay so that's the idea so the answer is yeah like once you get to 52 it doesn't end at that point Mm -hmm. you're now a conductor of a 52 piece orchestra like you're
2: just getting started
1: right like i mean like like at that point that to me is when the patreon starts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right like that's so um but in the past i was doing it backwards where i was doing like mini orchestrations starting in theory with like 80 musicians, and then trying to grow a real orchestra that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing it this way, I feel like, is the organic way of doing it. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it it seems like you kind of touched upon it the idea of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And so, it's a different way of like telling a story, not through the music, but through the project. Like, in theory, what I'm trying to build is the visual that in the thumbnails you'll see in week one. Like that, Walt has four musicians, and then you look at the thumbnail six months later, and then you're like, "Wait a minute! There's 18 people in these in in this picture. Like, what happened?" Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see this story of like, then the next week it's it's 19, then 20, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh! This is I got to get in this. This is this is like the coolest project that, I, that I've ever seen. At least that's how I envision it. I think it's the coolest project ever. But no. otherwise, I, I I wouldn't be doing it.
0: That's awesome. Um, is it? What are you looking? Uh, you know, what what kind of like, is this going to be original music? Is this going to be, re, you know, newly arranged music? Cause I know you do a lot of kind of arrangements and things like that. Like, like what kind of, what kind of stuff are we looking to produce with this?
1: I would say it's going to be 80, 20. Uh, it's going to be 80% originals, 20% covers. And only because the covers do when I do a cover song, it, it does turn out very, very well. I'm good at doing that. Uh, it does get, people excited but i think my original music gets them excited too now in terms of the business model it makes for me i think it makes more financial sense to do originals than to do covers because with originals you have more financial opportunities you can sell the sheet music you can sell the sync licensing for film and tv and video games you you can sell a bunch of different stuff Um, you know you can do remix contests with your community all these things are taken away from you when, when you're not the the uh, the the owner of the copyright. So, at some point, I'm gonna just slowly just cut off doing cover songs and then um, stop doing that as a market employee or as a financial vehicle. Because I think that that the real financial uh, like vehicle here is to be doing originals. Plus, I think the world needs new original orchestral music anyway. So it's it's more exciting for me to to make something. You know, in this world, as a blank canvas, and then get it out. Well, if if, if
0: you need a trombonist, I can uh, I can warm up my old chops from high school, and uh, if you need a marimba, my mother is available, <laughs> <laughs> and she is still actively playing, by the way. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, you and the other Yinzers over here that's no, right
0: that's <laughs> right i mean we're just a turnpike away that's nothing uh and i'm getting very used to the drive trust me uh I'm very familiar with that turnpike for lately um no this is this is really cool i i've 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 shipped my buck in i might even raise my thing to a fiver here because i, I want to make i want to help out by uh, the way up, i again.
1: saw that you didn't you you didn't have to do that man well,
0: dude that I, th- if, I, if i knew about it i was if, if i was aware of it i would have done it earlier the, the, oh, let's put it that man. way man it was like i was on your old one i think too right so um come on man it, you know when friends is a show or t- trying to do something cool and you know if it's it's, it's it's you know it's it's easy i was like i'm gonna throw a buck i get at least a buck at least chip in something you know even if it's the uh the, the first dollar in the tip jar i'm gonna be doing that that's that's just oh, how we yes. roll around here so yeah, but
1: Well, dude, thanks, man. Uh, I I did. I did try uh, an unsuccessful Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. It was with Amanda Palmer of the Dresden Dolls, and uh, you know it, it. I've tried a bunch of different different stuff that hasn't worked out. Has worked out. But you keep and trying. That's the important thing, right? Thing. You learn
0: from it, right? And you and you move on to the next one. I had, I think we all have failed kickstarters. I was like, okay, we know not to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, how do we apply this to the next project? Right? You know, or say to people, don't do the thing I did. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's great. Um, so so check that out. That is, uh, what's the Patreon address again?
1: uh it is patreon.com forward slash walt just just w-a-l-t like walt disney or Walt. because he's
0: locked it all down take that disney (laughs) that's amazing um well here let's stick around uh we got a few minutes for a couple other stories i'd like to hit on and uh and uh you know get some opinions on there let me see what since i have like any musical kind of stuff on here (laughs) because i don't really i just left that on this um so, Chilla, what, what's uh, going on in the uh, rundown that you want to hit on today? So,
2: uh, PlayStation started their pre-orders today mm-hmm. for the PSVR2. Mm. So, for five, about five hundred bucks, you can pre-order the PS2. Or the PSVR, too. That does not roll right off the top. They
0: are not doing great with branding this generation. (laughs)
2: Um, The resolution is, like, astronomically higher. um, 2000 by 2040 per eye Mm -hmm. um, in OLED HDR, if you compare that to the old 960 by 1080. um, Old RGB OLED. um, Huge, huge jump. The thing that bummed me out about it, though, they're not doing backwards compatibility. Um, the one thing I will say, you know, I was hoping they were going to bring some some of their games forward. Uh, Star Wars: the, the Squadrons game was pretty pretty good. It was cool to be able to turn around and, and see R2 in the old back of the X-wing. Um, but they're coming out with their own new set of games, priced anywhere between it's 29.99 and 59.99 um, obviously the device comes in a little bit above like an oculus quest 2 obviously much lower than the oculus quest what are they what do they call their new one the pro or whatever it is um, I was always impressed with PlayStations um, you never you never had to worry about charging it. You know, yeah, there was a wire, but the wire was super long. I'm interested to see how people maybe even integrate this with the computer now that it's much higher quality.
1: Did we lose you? Oh, he paused. So oh. what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so, so I have my thoughts about the whole naming thing. Like that mm-hmm. reminds me of like when the Nintendo DS came out, and then the new one came out, and then it was called the Nintendo DS New. And then it was like Nintendo DS New, 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 the XL, new, 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 new. XL, you know, and like, Minis,
0: and everything like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but I mean, this actually looks pretty cool. One of the things that I'm concerned about isn't so much about the PSVR2 with the resolution, which is what John John was saying. My concern is the frame rate; like, mm-hmm. it needs to be high. It's got to mm-hmm. be 120 or like 90. I mean, it's got to be. So photorealistic, so you feel like that you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's at least what I'm hoping for. And, and, that and also well, are, and
0: know. also the tracking needs to be well enough that you're not going to vomit. Uh, <laughs> tracking is <laughs> the biggest thing. Prices, yeah, because yeah, the first one, I, I played with the first one. Uh, my buddy Chachi had a, had uh, the original, and he sold it off like a little bit ago. Um. So he really didn't even hold on to it for that long. But it was just like everything. And then that's the thing. This is a big thing with all the meta and everything too. It's like, what is what's the killer app? Like who? I I, I what is anybody raving about on these headsets that makes you want to drop six hundred bucks for something like this or more? Right. Well, no.
1: what makes you want to be a developer spending right. twelve months trying to build the app? I mean, forget the people buying it. Right, but right. Where is this whole ecosystem going to get built from if no one's building and no one's buying?
0: Yeah, because I mean we know, like, you know, here in the area, we know like Shell Games here in Pittsburgh, um, they do a few games for for Oculus. Um, the uh, the I Expect You to Die, I think is one of the games. And we, we played a bit of that. Um, but they also are making other games. So it's not like they're hundred percent thing. I, I really I feel like anybody that's working on games for a VR are really kind of doing R&D right now, right? They're not making something that they they imagine to be like a million seller that'll, you know, really kind of make the studio or anything like that. But they're, they're doing the research now to figure out what works and what people like and, you know, and everything, so that when, ideally, when this does come out, you know that you'll 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 know where to do it. I mean, we've done the same thing with we've picked up 360 cameras. We've picked up you know you know devices like that. That that you know we're like okay, how do we work in this space in case it catches on? It didn't but you know if it ever does down the line like okay we have a little bit of experience with it we did some cool stuff with with scarehouse we did we did some some stuff here and there um you know some photos you know 360 photos and things like that. Like, that's not even a thing on facebook i feel anymore when they were really pushing that for for the time being so 3 um,
1: 360 t- 360 in anything is tough like mm-hmm. 360 tvs and 360 movies and just that whole thing it's not not that it, it's a gimmick but it's so tough to have that barrier to entry where people are going to buy into it. I mean, even I, as technical, as technological as I am, and I'm, I'm usually like first mover advantage on a lot of these things. I just can't get into it. You know? Mm -hmm.
0: Um, How do you get to that point that it's, it's mobile and accessible, Right. And we're, we're, we're not near that. Like it needs to get to the point where literally like it's in my glasses, you know, and, and it, and, it comes down and it's like, okay, here it is. You know? Um, I mean, what, what was the biggest, what was the, what was the biggest innovation in technology over the last 20 years is, is these iPhones, you know, is the phones, like everything is portable. The screen got smaller and higher quality for me to take with me and, and watch on a plane. The camera is a high quality camera that I can stick in my pocket. Uh, it, it's the internet everywhere. It's, you know, that portability, you know, that accessibility, and everybody has one. Like, pretty much everybody has one of these. So, now you've democratized the internet, democratized uh, uh, watching video. You know, I don't know how many people I talked to is like, oh, yeah, my bedroom TV is my iPad, right? Like, we don't even get TVs anymore for every room like it used to. Um, You know, so when does VR, AR, 360 meet that threshold I think we're 10 years minimum away from that
1: I'm actually more bullish on AR than I am on VR oh yeah oh yeah it's way I mean just imagine like playing a game of cards in Mm -hmm. you know with friends or whatever It, it it seems so much more cooler by the way really quick uh, your phone is purple. Is purple like your thing? Is that is that like your color? Because you said about the purple yep. couch too, right?
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of my thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no. No. Purple is yeah. purple is my color. So it, it kind of infects a few things. So was, I'm
1: considering uh, painting my conductor's baton purple as part of like my branding. I think purple is the coolest color. Fantastic. It's it's
0: a royal color for one thing. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, it's the Joker and it's, uh, no, it's always, that it, was always caught my eye. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of go with it. It was more purple before this with my, had my, uh, heavy duty on there, but, uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, I got a message from Chilla. I wonder if his power went I'm out. I'm back. Oh, he's back. He's back. We, we For some weird reason. And I
2: almost tethered to my phone, you know, cause everyone has one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, our, our internet <laughs> flipped. I don't know Chilla, what, Chilla. what, it
0: must be the snow. Taylor, do you know how many hotspots I have in the studio right now? <laughs> I can only imagine. No, no, no. What, what, how many hotspots do you think I have in the studio right now? Not counting six. Five. five. Not counting my phone, then it would be six, yes. So I, I pay for way too much internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of internet. I'm actually readjusting how I'm paying for my internet right now. I'm in the process of moving rebalancing. devices. Rebalancing. I'm rebalancing because I figured out a way that I can, him. we'll see if the, by, I'll, I'm going to have a report on the show here once I figure this out, but I need to visit a few, um, a few uh, vendors, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> I just had an inter- interesting conversation with AT&T yesterday, uh, and I now have a new Verizon account, by the way. Uh, so now I need to have a conversation with T-Mobile and see what the deal is. Because I got the devices, I'm just not happy with my current provider, because um, they're a little finicky on some stuff, or it, it's, it's. My relationship, the, the relationship, that it's complicated. We'll say that. Uh, so, you've been a long time. You've been a long time.
2: AT and T. Oh That's
0: yeah, great. no, I have. It, AT and is not the problem. It's the oh. um, the video streaming service that I use because they bundle everything together, and we've been having some problems with them um, hmm. reactivating things and things not working uh, when it comes to the cell technology. So I'm going to take all the modems to their original uh, uh, networks. Because I have accounts with Verizon and AT and T, so we're going to bundle things that way and see mm. if that works out better. Because now, do you that, know how? Oh, sorry, God. You no, know, because now that we we understand how these things work and we do not need to go through these guys, um, we're going to um, we're going to try to work a little smarter, not harder, on this thing, and hopefully a little smarter on our bank account. <laughs> because hold oh on, God, we have a lot of internet. <laughs> so how
3: many?
2: Do you know, from an AT&T perspective,
0: you can have five lines on one plan, right? Consumers can have ten lines on one plan. Business can have unlimited. This is the problem. Okay. This is the problem we're running into. So you can have ten lines, but
2: those are ten, like, phone lines. Because then you can go above that if it's, like, a watch or a tablet. Uh,
0: I'm not aware. I'm honestly, I think I hit my ceiling, and we have to at least two watches on ours so and we have and understand we pay for family phones too so Mm -hmm. um so yeah we're at god are we really at 10 devices wait a minute this is math is four five we're at least at seven we're definitely at seven i don't know we don't have ipads on there anymore oh we might have one actually that's not ours Uh, anyways it's complicated Chilla, it's all complicated and everything. Anyways, uh, where are we at with things? We got five minutes left. One more quick story. How about this? I was really interested in this topic. Uh, The Al Gore story is worth reading, too, um, if you get a chance, um, talking about how they are um, tracking global um, emissions to keep polluters honest. But I don't want to get into that one right now. Uh, also, shout out, Potter it has been using CapCut in the last week, and here's a tip. Sign in with Google or something to CapCut, and it'll take away the um, the uh, watermarks. I figured that out today. Um, oh, geez, where'd it go? So, SOS feature. Um, there was one about how using, here, your phone can determine if a bridge is busted. This is from wire.com, line 13 if you're on the dock, guys. Um, So with all the technology in our phones right now, and we have it in a cradle and we're using it and it's on and it can detect vibrations of your car. And those vibrations change as you're crossing a bridge. So they looked at the golden gate bridge and it's like, there's like harmonics that happen, right? And there's something wrong that you can detect that by a sample size of, let's say a hundred cars go across the golden gate bridge to have this, uh, app on it, right? That'll, that'll detect. They talked about using this in, in a manner for, oh geez, now I need a subscription. Uh, <laughs> um, they, they, they talked about using this in a manner like with Uber drivers and things like that. And obviously there's going to be different thing. Like your car may vibrate because your exhaust sucks or something. Right. Um, but even with that, if there was like a major issue with the bridge, those harmonics, the, the, the cross section of changes in those harmonics, would detect how that there was a problem with that now you know we obviously have some crumbling infrastructure issues even in this wired article it mentioned the fact that the bridge collapsed here in town in pittsburgh the day that uh joe biden was coming in for an infrastructure discussion um love how that worked out and and then and, and it's talked about a couple other collapses that i've heard some people so now you apply that across the board let's say you know i don't know it rolls out in your phone it's uh often just like we have the COVID exposure thing on our phones now, right? Every time I go to a new state for an extended period, I just signed up for the New Jersey exposure alerts, right? With the uh, health department, uh, the Seattle ones uh, from when I was apparently <laughs> exposed at the end of the month. Um, so imagine you have um, everybody's phone or at least a good number of everybody's phone crossing how many bridges every day and you can do a cross section and look for anomalies and see if there's any problems to hopefully get in front of something like what happened to our lovely one of a hundred bridges we have in this town. Um, So I thought that was really interesting and, uh, and definitely worth a read.
1: You had a bridge that fell in in Pittsburgh.
0: Oh yeah. It was like uh, a bus on it. Yeah. With a bus on it. Thankfully it was like five in the morning and there was like almost nobody on it. And I don't don't think anybody got terribly injured. Like there was, I think there were like, like the bus and maybe one or two other cars were on the bridge when it fell. So yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad everyone's okay. Yeah, that I—I I mean, it's crazy that something like that can happen, and and me, who's I don't know, like 100 miles away, doesn't even hear about it. I mean, it's like—did um
0: Did you hear about the bus in the sinkhole?
1: No, there's another one.
0: <laughs> yep, right down by the convention center. They just went, okay, well here, here's a nice 3D printed. uh a uh, bus from our friends at uh, uh I don't know which school it was a Fox Chapel or something so imagine just they're they're there and there was a sinkhole and it just went boop like that into the ground and you just saw like this much of the bus is uh, I'm sorry audio <laughs> listeners sticking out of the ground so it's kind of our own like I think I think somebody dressed up as the bus for Halloween <laughs> uh oh, yes. I, I was seeing it some like christmas that. ornaments yeah, there's yeah, christmas I mean, ornaments no of it like it's, it's our thing it's bridges and busted uh buses and uh, you know it's just uh it, you know this is a level by the way <laughs> this is a 3d printed level of a pat bus so so you know if you're in a single <laughs> so i love it no longer the pat <laughs> bus
1: it's the prt it's
0: all P- oh, right it's a new name i'm never going to remember that it's always going to be the pat to me the t and the red line Do you
1: take that level to the bus and then put a sign on top of it that says, <laughs> if this isn't level, then check to see it's if just you're... just like, uh-oh,
0: level. uh-oh. This is the uh-oh button. Yes, exactly. Um, You'd never know anyways. We have so many damn hills. Uh, so, But no, we need this. Pittsburgh needs this. Please, roll this out, guys. Roll this out. Uh, Who, who actually worked on this? I read this, and I can't even get into it because it, it's a subscriber article. And I and I, listen, and I read these things in apple juice. So <laughs> um, I don't know. Hopefully that rolls out. Hopefully uh, uh, before it's too late uh, for some of these things. Man, I was passing a bridge, crossing into New Jersey, and it was it was it was. I don't think it was a terribly used one. It looked like it was a rail bridge, and it just looked like it was going to collapse on the turnpike. <laughs> it was very very scary. Um, but uh, anyways, well, thank you so much for joining us. It was so it was so awesome to have you back.
1: This was so, by the way, so we're talking about my Patreon. Do you have a Patreon?
0: Yes, we have a Patreon, patreon.com talk, slash well, I mean, we're,
3: We talk we're about it at the beginning
0: of every show. What are you talking about? So, no, we got a few people on there. It's, it's, it's great. That That's how I know it, to keep going with the show because somebody is giving us money to keep going. It must be worth something. So,
1: <laughs> well, well, you did read off the list of people who support you, but yes, 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 I feel yes. bad that we're talking about me the entire time. Oh, that's
0: right? fine. That's why they're here to listen to you. Uh, you. So, and you're already in Patreon. So hopefully they give a couple bucks to you to grow that, uh, that orchestra. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and so, I mean, listen, I mean, it's been, it's been years, but let's not do, let's not wait years to do this again. This, you know, this was fun.
0: Absolutely. Anything you want to talk about, let us know. We'll get you back on the show uh i'm gonna try to I'm, I'm terrible about booking i'm lazy on booking to be honest so i'm very distracted and uh until i see somebody come up and was like yes you should be on the show let's do this you know so um i really need i really need a producer that's that's the answer I, at some point we'll get the patreon up that i can afford a producer on this show but anyways uh again that's patreon.com slash walt and uh geez and and you're all over the social medias definitely check out that instagram the see some some get the visual updates on what's going on over there right
1: yeah and my instagram is is my, is my full name mm-hmm. walt ribeiro um but yeah so i mean there's more stuff there there's also behind the scenes stuff on patreon which i'm going I'm to be posting a lot of this week coming up and so then we're going to start recording in this living room uh circus that i got <laughs> that i got going probably in the next uh i'd say maybe like 10 days or so
0: nice 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 I like it. Oh, and I got a few ideas for you for after the show here if you want. Uh, so <laughs> I hope it's helpful. Uh, and, of course, John Chachilla at Chilla on the Twitters. John Chachilla on the Facebooks. I'm not worried about not worry about your internet issues. That seems to be going around. Uh, so <laughs> you know my power was out this weekend, this this morning? Oh, I, was it? I slept through it. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> like know. in the middle of the night this morning, or yeah, like... Well, like one of those you walk in the kitchen and your stove is blinking. And you're like, "Oh, that's mm. interesting." <laughs> so, you know, when there was like no rain, um, but that's that's the beach for your life, right there. I chill out on the twitters, and uh, of course, uh, and you are back next week, sir.
2: I am back next week. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, um, uh, I didn't mention why Katie's not here. Katie is actually at the Hockey Fights hockey Cancer game? Night at the hockey game. Uh, she actually, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. She sent me a really cool uh, picture because, you know, she has the, we talked about on the, she has the uh, Pro- Prospect Pro Wrestling uh, Kicking Cancer's Ass Championship. And uh, she uh, shared with me uh, at the game, uh, of course, she's sporting her, her sweet pink uh, uh, jersey. And uh, apparently they have the, wwe title belt that they were given when uh i think it was the last time that the penguins won the stanley cup and because wwe is really good about um you know they love to give the championship belts to to uh, uh sports teams like that And you see the side plates if you're with us on video 2017 stanley cup champions with a wwe championship belt just like roman reigns wears so uh she's having fun tonight and she should be back with us next week so she's having fun at work i don't know if she's officially working tonight since she's kind of a thing I don't know how that works but anyways Uh, thank you everybody we'll see you guys next week you have been our awesome audience have an awesome week this show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network find out more at Sorgatron